Hi everybody, welcome. Happy Friday morning. I am Lisa Eve. Welcome to the Lisa Eve show. And for those of you who are listening on Spotify or watching on Spotify, hello over there. We are live on YouTube every morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, except for Sunday. Sunday is pre-recorded. And if you are anywhere else, just know that you can join us on YouTube live. So how has this week been for you? I want to be super transparent with you guys, even though right now I just look like I am so full of life because I actually am. Like, I don't know what happened, but it was really difficult for me to get out of bed this morning. And I've been really dealing with some... I've been dealing with some deeply hidden held beliefs around value and I've been coming to some clarity around what I like, what I don't like. Asking God to guide me during this broadcast today. So I'm just coming to so much clarity right now about what I desire my life to look like and the kind of experiences I want to have and and the contrast of that with my current experience is it feels difficult and painful so both difficult and painful because God has made me some promises things that I've known since I was a child or should we say promises that God has made to me since I was a child some are as old as my flesh. Some are promises that I've forgotten through this earthly experience, this earthly walk. Some of them are very old and completely forgotten or maybe not even forgotten maybe just cast aside due to the experiences of this reality so not for yeah god is like letting me know that these promises were cast aside or buried in trauma or experience because these promises were made before we came here. These, these promises were made before we took form in the physical body. Hmm. We just forgot. Some of them we forgot before we arrived. 
well, not before you arrive, but you know, like on arrival, upon arrival, but like we forgot them. And some of them we forgot, buried, cast aside because this reality was like bombarding us from all sides and what were we gonna do with that promise as a three-year-old child, a six-year-old child, a seven-year-old child? So now there is this great remembering of the promises of God. Hmm. What I have recently come to realize is that <laughs> I have not asked God for many things. I haven't. Not since I was a child. When I was a child, I did ask God for one thing over and over and over again. There was the one thing. And when it did not appear that that promise was answered, I stopped asking God anything. When I was a child, I used to ask God. Well, actually there was a question and there was a request that I made to God over and over and they went hand in hand. So I would one, ask God why. I would say, God, why? What have I done? Why me? So I would ask that question first. And then I would ask God to take me away or to deliver me somewhere else. Kind of like, you know, like mail, like a package, like <laughs> just pack me up and deliver me. And when God, what I perceived to be God not responding to me, I thought I would try to take matters into my own hands. So after a year of asking, well actually multiple years of asking, I decided to take matters into my own hands. <laughs> so I would like pack up a little backpack and I would like try to take off. The only problem was we lived in the woods in the middle of nowhere and therefore there was absolutely nowhere for me to go. So as a kid, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really have a chance. What I came to realize many, 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 many years later is that God did actually answer that 
repeated prayer that I made as a child and I just hadn't realized it. That makes me wonder how many promises <laughs> or how many requests has God answered that you just didn't realize because it didn't look the way you thought it was going to look. Because the way that I imagined God answering that prayer from my 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old self, I thought God would have someone come into my life and take me away. I thought, I thought that some adult person would see, understand, believe what was going on and be like, I'm going to take you out of here. I'm going to remove you from this. Come on, pack your stuff. Let's go. That's how I imagined it. Because I couldn't grasp another way. Like, as an 11-year-old, what other way could God solve this issue that I was having? So that was my expectation. But God did something different. And I just didn't realize it was the answer to my prayer. I looked to the adults in my reality at the time, my life, and I told them what was going on. And I asked them to take me. And they were all powerless against the oppressor. So, I thought I was just stuck and I had no choice. But what God did, maybe because the adults in my life felt powerless, helpless, or were simply unwilling to do anything, to step in, to heed my cries, God did something different. He did a different thing. God did a thing. He, <laughs> he physically moved my entire family across the country. <sighs> and I couldn't see it or understand it then, but God moved me. Ugh. God, <laughs> God moved me from Maryland to Nevada. And I did not prepare for this. <laughs> oh my God, God moved me from Maryland to Nevada. And Nevada was a land that just loved me and hugged me. 
as soon as we crossed the border to Nevada, I felt a sense of peace, like this all-encompassing peace, like the land loved me there. The land was contributing to me. And if you, I don't know if you've ever had this experience of being in a place that just feels like it loves you for no reason. You may have had the opposite experience of going somewhere and just feeling off or different and feeling like, hmm, there's some, I don't, there's something about this place that just doesn't vibe with me, right? Like, it doesn't feel like me. Like, I, I don't feel happy here. Like, I feel the opposite of happy here. Like, I feel down here. Nevada was this land, is this land that just immediately uplifted me and felt like it was holding me and was like, come here, baby. Like, let me hold you. Let me give you some nurturing. Let me give you some of that love. Let me, let me love you. Not only that, oh, I feel so emotional because I did not see any of this when I was a kid. I couldn't. I just couldn't see it. I just thought God is not listening or God doesn't exist or there is no God. Like these were the things that I was thinking and growing up believing. Oh. Not only did God take me to a land that just loved me and helped me and sent me just the most joyous, uplifting energy. Um. Almost as soon as we got there, my parents, no, the first thing that God did when we got there was, oh, God gave us, no, I'm not going to lie, when we first got there, my life was not nice. It was not nice, but eventually... <laughs> God gave me freedom through my parents working a lot all the time. So we had a lot of alone time. And then eventually I got a lot of friends. And then eventually we moved again inside of Las Vegas still and my parents separated. So I found my freedom through the separation of my parents. And so that heavy energy, that heavy weight disappeared. And I could just breathe. I could breathe deeply in this land that was holding me and loving me. And eventually I found people who loved me Uh, God even delivered me a mother <laughs> who 
owned a Spanish restaurant and for some reason she saw me and I was a little thing I was like not even a hundred pounds okay I was a, just a little thing and she saw me and she just took to me and she's like tu eres mi hija she would say you are my daughter que quieres comer she would say what do you want to eat Tú eres muy delgada. Tú necesitas comer. You are very thin. You need food. What do you want to eat? And when people would come to her restaurant, she would tell them, Ella es muy bonita. Ella es mi hija. She would tell them, She's so pretty. She is my daughter. And she would feed me every day after school. She had her own daughters, by the way. <laughs> And they would come to the restaurant and she would tell her own daughters, Ella es mi hija, ella es muy bonita. <laughs> She's so beautiful, she is my daughter. And her daughters just laughed and it was very funny. But every day after school, this woman would feed me the most delicious Mexican food. Oh my God, I remember this food. So not only did God move me to a land that loved me. Not only did God move out the oppressor from my home and gave me a space of freedom, God brought a woman in to love me within a certain capacity, but I did feel her love and she nourished my spirit, she nourished my soul, and she nourished my body every day after school. This woman was giving me this most delicious food from from Mexico because she came from Mexico and she nourished my she nourished my body and she made me this food with love and it was not something that I was used to. I'm talking about it all in this book the you know it's all in here. Uh, for those of you who can't see, I just showed a cover of the book I'm writing, Never More Abandoned. Okay? It's gonna be there. You can read about it. But this woman, who did not know me, she was able to, I think I was 16 at the time, she was able to, uh, like maybe 14, 15, she was able to offer me this respite, 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 respite. So I wasn't able to know that God had delivered the request that I just cried out to God every day. I didn't realize God had answered my request. I do remember walking home from school through the desert and just feeling so at peace. There was peace in my spirit, there was peace in my heart, there was peace in my soul. But I just couldn't see that it was God answering my promise because He didn't answer it then. And it didn't look how I thought. Mm. 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 How many promises has God answered for you, but you didn't notice? because he didn't answer you then, and because it didn't look how you thought it was gonna look.
Mm. How many times? How many times? How many times have we thought ill of God because he didn't do what we wanted him to do when we wanted him to do it? And we decided, we concluded, we declared that God is not a righteous God. I literally re realized this maybe four years ago. Telling the story to a friend and it smacked me in the forehead. God delivered my ask. God responded to my request. God did the thing. God delivered me. God delivered me to a place that loved me, to the arms of a woman who loved me, to people who loved me, to friends who loved me. God removed one element and replaced a new person, put a person in that place. God said, my daughter, here is a mother. <laughs> mm. space is not empty. God is in the space and God is doing the work if you will allow it. <sighs> um, so there are the promises that we don't realize God has fulfilled. There are the promises that we have forgotten that God has made to us. And then there's this new category, which I am now in this realization of, of things that we ask God for as I said, I have not asked God for many things, but I am now, right now, in the expectation of God fulfilling a few promises. One that I have asked of God very specifically, that I have been on my hands and knees asking God for. There is something so inspiring that I have gotten on my hands and knees repeatedly to ask God for in this season, which is very different for me. But what I realized about this promise that I've gotten on my hands and knees to ask for is that I'm asking God for something 
that God promised me before I came, before I took physical form. Mm. Mm. Showing that I am in alignment with my path, with my deep desires. My heart is recognizing what is for me. My heart is saying yes to what is truly for me. And now I am in the expectation of God fulfilling the promises that was made to me before I came here. How many of the things that you are subconsciously or consciously asking God for were promises that God made to you before you became in physical form? Mm. So I got on my hands and knees and once I was under the stars by a beautiful body of water, the most clear sky, you could see shooting stars and I was on my hands and my knees asking God for something. God, mm, deliver me this. Not realizing that God had already promised me that before I came to physical form. Alignment. Alignment. How many things are you asking God for that were already promises? Like we think we're asking God for something and that God has to make a way, right? Like God has to start suddenly creating this this promise fulfilling suddenly promise suddenly we think that God has to suddenly start fulfilling this promise but what if this was already in creation what if every step every breath every move that you've ever made in your entire life was already leading you to this promise to this ask but you didn't realize it was a promise of God you think you are asking God to do a new thing in your life when all along God was already working on this thing. Everything that you've ever done, everything you've ever chosen, every thought, every experience was already moving you towards this promise. And finally, you find it within your spirit that this is something that you want and therefore you are in alignment with what God promised you. You aren't asking God to do a new thing. You are aligning with God's promise that was here from the beginning, every thought, every step, every tear, every experience has been leading you to that which you suddenly thought to ask for. This is suddenly your realization, not God suddenly doing a new thing. No, 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 this was already preordained. This was already destined. You are just catching up with God. You're just catching up with God. So in reality, you don't even need to ask God for it. Ooh. Mm. You could say, God, I'm ready. Oh my God. God, I am ready for those promises. God, I am ready for those promises. I am ready now, God. Deliver the promises, God. I am now ready, God. Deliver 
the promises. I am now ready to take delivery. I am now ready to sign for the delivery, God. Mm. You don't need to ask God. You don't need to beg God. You only need to let God know that you are ready. Mm. You only need to let God know that you're ready. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel ready, ask God. God, I am ready to be ready. I am ready to be ready, God. <laughs> I am ready to be ready, God. Prepare me for the delivery. Prepare me to sign for my package, God. Prepare me to sign for my package. God, I'm just going to tell you right now. I am ready. I am ready, God. Deliver. Mm, deliver, God. Woo! Ooh, I got a body chill. <laughs> Ooh, I am ready, God. Deliver. I am ready, God. Deliver. Deliver, 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 God. I am ready. Deliver, 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 God. I am ready, God. Deliver it. 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 Deliver I am ready, God. Deliver the package. Deliver, 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 deliver. I am signing right now. I am signing right now. Ooh, sign for the package. If you're ready for the package, sign for the package. If you're ready for the package, sign for the package. Hit that enter button. Mm. Woo, I got chills all through my body. Ooh, data sent. Your package is on its way. Oh. Your package is on its way. Take a deep breath. Mm. Now what? How good can it get, God? Show me how good it can get, God. Show us how good it can get now, God. Our lives have just changed. Boom. Just changed like that. And with that, God, I'm going to ask you, what can we be? What can we do? What can we say? What can we create? To create heaven on earth right away. Mm. And guys, I will see you here tomorrow, 6 a.m. 